Good afternoon, everybody on the East Coast, and good morning on the West Coast. This is Jay Jones for Ask Jay Live. It's a little early, about 11.59, so we're going to give it a second before we get into today's show. I want to first and foremost thank you for coming on out, uh, checking me out during the middle of the day, and I really appreciate that, Uh, especially with the holiday season going on. It's Q4. And there's a lot of business and commerce taking place, especially if you're in the physical products space. So I really appreciate that. Also, guys, don't forget um, my new website is going to drop in about uh, another seven to ten days. And uh, we've been working super diligently behind the scenes uh, to get the website up and um, to to make sure that it has the resources and the content that we we definitely want it to have. So. Uh, with that being said, um, I'm going to get at it. Um, I don't know how many people are coming on, but today, uh, obviously, you guys can ask me any questions that you do have about your business, my business, or entrepreneurship in general. Uh, but I want to touch on something today that I think is is imperative, especially as entrepreneurs move forward uh, in terms of media and being able to exponentially grow your business. So today, I just want to touch on three little use platforms that can exponentially grow your business. Um, And unfortunately, a lot of people aren't using these platforms. Uh, The first thing I do want to touch on, though, is media. And because all of these platforms are paid advertising, so it's paid media. So there, there are three types of media, earned media, owned media, and paid media. And I'll start off with the best one, which is number one, owned media. Owned media is when you own that relationship with your your audience. So owned media could be a podcast like like this or Black Entrepreneur Blueprint. Uh, could be a blog. It could be a newsletter. You own that media, meaning you don't have to pay anybody to get your message out to your audience. Next is what's called earned media. Earned media is if somebody shares a tweet or a post that you made. If you've been in uh, in articles done on you in a magazine, newspaper, anything like that, or or video is done, that's earned media. You've earned that. And the last one is paid media. And paid media is exactly what it says. (laughs) It's media that you've paid for to get your message out to your audience or a new audience. So I wanted to start off with the foundation of that because these three platforms are all paid media platforms. Now, the the first platform that I want to talk about, and this is something I've been using for years, guys, is called um, native advertising. And before I forget, guys, uh, I'm going to go through this pretty quick. But if you want to speak, hit the phone icon on the bottom right to join the caller queue. Um, first one is native advertising. And I just want to give you uh, a little example of native advertising. But the definition is a material in an online publication which resembles the publication's editorial content, but is paid for by the advertiser and intended to promote the advertiser's product. So native advertising kind of blurs the lines between advertising and content. So if you're uh, of of an older generation, if you're my generation, right? Uh, they used to call this in the newspaper an advertorial. It was an ad, but it was an editorial. And that's all native advertising in just on a native platform. And so, for example, if you go to MSN.com or uh, CNN.com or any uh, any any major news website, 
what you're going to see is you're going to see all of their stories. And if you look closely in some of these stories, you're going to see something that says sponsored content or an ad. I know I was just on MSN.com and there's is a little green box in the picture and it will say ad. And so what that is, is native advertising. You may have gone on to CNN to get some regular news. But as you're scrolling down, you may see something with hell yeah, hot sauce on it. Right. <laughs> you know, and that really is an advertorial or what they call negative advertising. Now, when you click that link, it's going to take you to wherever the advertiser wants you to go. It could take you to the website. It could take you to a landing page. It could take you anywhere that that they want you to go. And that's called native advertising. And. I want to talk about some of the benefits of native advertising. And uh, like I said, unfortunately, a lot of people aren't using it. But um, when you see uh, an article or something on and it could be your local newspaper, like the Philadelphia Daily News or the Inquirer, they have native advertising. So while I'm scrolling through my news in the morning, there may be an article in the Philadelphia Daily News. And what it does is it makes people think that that is part of the content from the daily news, even though it's an advertising. So as opposed to being a banner ad or a very uh, traditional type of ad, this is content that mirrors the content of the website. Okay, Uh, so that's one of the benefits. Another benefit is it gives your ad more credibility. So if you're running an ad for if you're a CPA and your ad happens to pop up in the Wall Street Journal on Forbes magazine or Entrepreneur magazine, their digital platform, then that gives you credibility because people don't really understand how the inner workings of native advertising work. So based on your your target market, based on your customer and your prospects, you can actually target where you want your ads to show up. Okay. Uh, Another benefit is it allows you to get in front of targeted audiences. So for example, if with my hot sauce brand, I would target different publications and websites and blogs that foodies uh, that that they would frequent people that are don't mind paying for gourmet food or gourmet products. If I was selling vegan products, I can advertise on vegan websites, vegan blogs, vegan newsletters. And the way that this works is that. The 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 property. So say uh, vegan news today, and I'm just making that up. They actually can sell their inventory or space on their website to native advertising platforms and get a percentage of that advertising. It's, you know, it's just like the, you know, uh, AdSense, Google AdSense. It's the same concept. The difference is you can determine what sites that you want your ads to show up on. Okay, so let me give you some platforms of the two biggest platforms of native advertising that are out there. And these are the two that I use. The first one is Outbrain.com, O-U-T-B-R-A-I-N, Outbrain.com, which is probably, um, I think that's the oldest one out there. It's probably the most popular. And the second one is called Tabula, T-A-B-O-O-L-A.com, Tabula.com. And so what we're talking about, guys, is three platforms uh, that most people don't use to grow and exponentially grow their business. And the first thing we talked about is native advertising, which we're talking about now. And these are all forms of paid advertising. So as I mentioned, there's only three types of advertising, owned media, earned media, and paid media. 
So owned is when you own the audience. You don't have to pay anybody to connect podcast, blog, uh, YouTube channel, uh, social media, whatever. You own that audience. Earned earned media is when somebody uh, retweets something that you put out. You get interviewed by a magazine, newspaper, uh, TV station, and paid media, which we all understand is we're paying for media. So the first platform is native advertising. So the two biggest uh, providers of native advertising are tabula.com, T-A-B-O-O-L-A.com, and outbrain.com, O-U-T-B-R-A-I-N.com. These are two self-serve platforms that you can go today and you can spend as little, I think the minimum is $50 or $25. You can create ad content and different variations of that ad, and you can start running literally within an hour or two on some of these major uh, digital publications or digital platforms like CNN, ESPN. So if you're in the sports business and you have a, a, a product or a supplement that you can sell, we want to sell, maybe you go to ESPN.com and you run your, your, your native advertising over there. Now, you have to be uh, not leery, but you have to understand that certain products and things that these platforms aren't going to run, like if it's tobacco, firearms, alcohol. So you have to understand and meet the guidelines. So when you work with Tabula or Outbrain, you just have to look at the guidelines in terms of service of what's allowable for you to run ads on. Okay. So that's the first one, uh, native advertising, which I'm telling you guys right now is, is phenomenal. I, I don't even really do Facebook that much anymore because I'm able to pinpoint my, my, my audience with native advertising. All right. The second platform that people sleep on, and I do a lot of business here. It's, it's Microsoft ads, which used to be called Bing. Okay. Bing ads is now Microsoft ads. So most people use Google ads and I get it because Google is the, the primary uh, ad server or ad source out there if you're running and looking for traffic. But I, I want to give you a couple, I want to read you a couple of things real quick from this report. Uh, Microsoft ads versus Google ads. The concept behind both platforms is obviously the same. They're both pay-per-click advertising platforms designed to help businesses reach specific audiences, drive traffic and increase revenues. Let me just jump back real quick. Native advertising, excuse me, with Taboola and Outbrain is pay-per-click also. It's not impression-based. Impression-based is, oh, just like on Facebook, you know, you can do impressions. Oh, this was shown to a million people, but guess what? Only 10 people clicked. You don't care how many people saw it. All you're concerned about is clicks. So Microsoft uh, ads, which is formerly Bing, is pay-per-click just like Google, just like the native ad platforms. Now, um, the reach. And this is something that that kind of astounded me. So it's well known that Google has dominated the search engine market and therefore has a larger search volume and more reach. But by no means are they the only search engines worth investing in. So the Microsoft network is growing quickly. And here's some of the numbers. Uh, Microsoft now has 34% of the desktop search engine market shares worldwide. Desktop, 34% of the desktop, not the mobile. Mobile right now is by far and away the leading way people search. There are 5.4 billion monthly searches conducted on the Microsoft network. So when they talk about that, they're talking about Bing. You know, they can go to Bing and search like that. So there's over 5.4 billion monthly searches. 136 million unique searches 
use that Microsoft network, which is surprising to me. So you got 136 million people that use the Microsoft network. They go to Bing before they'll go to Google. And most importantly, Microsoft ads reach 63 million searches that are not reached by Google AdWords. I'm going to repeat that. Microsoft ads reach 63 million searches that aren't reached by Google AdWords. So if you aren't using Microsoft ads, that's a, a substantial amount of opportunity that you're missing. And here's some of the other key factors with this, too, is cost. So what Microsoft lacks in volume it, it makes up for in performance. And so this is a, a, a comparison that, that this uh, search did or research paper did. They said budgets fluctuate by industry and every single uh, advertiser uh, and agency is different. But they found that Microsoft only spends 20 to 35 percent of their AdWord campaigns equivalent, meaning that the same uh, Google AdWords campaign that you run for $1,000, if it costs you that, the Microsoft equivalent is 200 to $350, 20 to 35% of what you would spend in AdWords. So Bing ads or Microsoft ads versus Google AdWords budget comparison. And so the example is um, it's less competitive on Microsoft ads versus Google ads. And so the average cost for a Microsoft ads cost per click is $7.99, according to this study. The average cost for a Google AdWords click is $20.08. Okay, so you're looking at about a, a, a third, a little more than a third. So don't sleep on Microsoft Ads. And if you want to check it out, just go to ads.microsoft.com, ads.microsoft.com. Sometimes when people go one way guys we got to go the other way sometimes we have to swim upstream and i'm not saying don't advertise on google but what i'm saying is don't sleep on the opportunity that microsoft ads gives you remember there's a, a there's a faction of people 63 million searches aren't even on google they're on bing which is now microsoft ads but bing is still their search engine so go to ads.microsoft.com if you want to learn more and you literally can set up a campaign uh, within minutes, just like Google ads and start marketing there. And once again, I always talk about testing. So you definitely want to test before you go, go crazy out there and spend all your money. All right. Now, this is something, this third one. And what we're talking about today, guys, is three little use platforms that can exponentially grow your database and drive record sales. And this third one is big because this is the future. All right. It's called OTT advertising. OTT and OTT stands for over the top. So it's really cord cutter advertising. So not advertising on, on terrestrial regular TV, not advertising on Xfinity cable or whatever your cable company is. It's the OTT advertising over the top. That's what it stands for. And it's one of the biggest trends shaping advertising right now. Uh, and it's a rapid rise of the streaming video viewership. So you have an estimated 150 million U.S. adults now accessing streaming video with services like Hulu, Roku. I use I use Roku. I, I subscribe to Hulu. Devices such as Amazon Fire, uh, Amazon Fire TV, Apple TV. 
And that's OTT, over-the-top advertising. And it has emerged, allowing brands to reach audiences directly within their living rooms. Okay? And so what we're talking about, guys, um, the first platform was native advertising. Second platform was Microsoft Ads. And the third platform that people are sleeping on is over-the-top advertising. All right, I'm going to read you some stats. According to uh, Statista, Netflix has the most viewers in the United States and is predicted to rise to over 182 million uh, subscribers by 2024. The second largest subscription video on demand platform is Amazon. Disney Plus launched at the end of 2019 is predicted to have the third highest number of subscribers in 2024. Now, just as streaming services are disrupting traditional TV industry, OTT advertising is also reshaping the paid media landscape. And so let's talk about some of the benefits of over the top or OTT video over traditional TV, right? So number one, you have precise targeting that eliminates waste. So about that, guys, as opposed to running a commercial on a national station like a CBS, NBC, ABC, your targeting can be specific geography. It could be zip codes. So if you have, if you're a cord cutter, I use Roku and I use YouTube TV. And it's so funny because, um, and even streaming apps, and we'll talk about that too, like Spotify, you can advertise on, on, on podcasts. But I have a buddy, we're watching the Eagles game on Sunday. He has Xfinity, which is Comcast cable. I'm watching on my YouTube TV. I'm listening to his commercials because he got the TV up loud as hell. And his commercials were totally different than my commercials. And we jumped back into the game at the same time. So the benefits of OTT video over traditional TV are precise targeting that eliminates waste. So if I'm a business that's only in Orlando, Florida, and I'm a restaurant, I don't need to advertise in Miami, right? I need to keep it local. All right. Uh, You also have enhanced ad relevance leading to increased engagement. So now you can target specific TV shows. You can target by by content. So if you're trying to sell, uh, let's see. uh, All right. If you're trying to sell something like legal services, right? So you may be on certain programs that are, you know, it might be Judge Judy or whatever they have out there. Now, I don't even know what these jokers are doing now, but you can target based on relevance. Um, you can also build a supplemental base campaigns with focused complementary strategies, meaning you can you can encompass all of your marketing, your online marketing. You can pull that in together with your OTT advertising and any other type marketing you want. It can be very strategically done. And you can also, once again, be very strategic in terms of your targeting. Uh, now, here's something that's really great. Improved accountability. Quantify the effectiveness of TV, optimize future campaigns. So unlike a regular television ad that'll run on, on CBS or whatever, you really, unless you have a code or something or a specific phone number or a specific call to action, you won't know how many people really took action on that. But there's stations right now, ads where you can actually click on them and you can go to that product or service. Okay, so that's direct response. So people like what that commercial is, they can literally click on it from their TV, their Roku or whatever, and you can literally go to whatever website they direct you. 
Now, the OTT video stats show that viewing has gone mainstream in recent years. And I'm reading this, especially for younger audience whose viewing habits have shifted from cable to streaming services and OTT apps. Once again, such as Netflix, Hulu, Roku, Crackle, Plex, Pluto TV, Vimeo, Vivo, and more. So where viewership consolidates, so does ad spending. So listen to this, guys. For 2020, the total ad spending number for OTT, over-the-top advertising, cord-cutter advertising, came in at $990 Okay, Increased growth is expected over the next few years culminating in $2.3 billion projected in OTT by 2025. So you're going from $990 million, all right, $1 billion, almost up to $2.3 billion by 2025, all indicating the signal that advertising on streaming services is growing at breakneck speeds. So let's take a, a real-life example, all right? So if you're in the travel business, like, like my brother Belvin, right? And say he's doing, you know, he's doing uh, high-end vacations, right? Luxury travel. What happens if Belvin advertises has a commercial on the Travel Channel on one of the travel programs that they have? That's that's really crazy targeting, right? So people who are watching this, they probably like to travel, want to travel, and they probably want a luxury vacation. So you can coordinate your ads to go on specific shows, and like I said, it, it can be regional. So if Belvin only wants to target people in the the ATL area, he can do that if he wants. Or if he said, you know what, I can do this thing, you know, by phone or whatever, I can go national, I can go regional. So these are some of the advantages that OTT has. And I'm telling you, the normal small business person is not even thinking about this. They're not even thinking about that. They're not even thinking about being able to get on somebody's television. All the TVs now obviously are, you know, they, they're core cutter ready. They got Roku in them and they have, all, you know, Netflix, all of that type of stuff. So that's the future. That's why the cable companies now, Xfinity, for example, is focusing more on Internet service than they are on uh, increasing their cable subscribers. So now Xfinity, which is Comcast, they own NBC and they own all these different properties so, but they realized that, you know, we're going to lose the, the, these cable customers. So now we got to really start pushing uh, our, our, our uh, digital services, our internet services. And so that's where it's going. So it says beyond growing OTT video viewership, over the top marketing platforms are becoming more sophisticated, giving brands full funnel targeting and attribution capabilities that weren't available a few years ago. So OTT content takes place on any device that streams video over the internet. So you can have OTT content on mobile devices, personal computers, smart TVs, connected TVs, streaming devices like Roku, Amazon Fire TV, Apple TV, and gaming consoles. So once again, once you align your audience with your your advertising, this is how you can tap into different platforms that people Regular entrepreneurs haven't even thought about. And let me just give you a few. So right now I'm in the Hulu platform, like a, uh, I'm in the beta test with Hulu. So Hulu has an OTT platform. Any shows that, sh- that, that play on Hulu, if you go to home.admanager.hulu.com, home.admanager.hulu.com, you can sign up and you can literally start advertising on Hulu. 
Okay, and you can look this stuff up. But on Roku, Roku has an OTT platform. So all of my TVs now, I got Roku on. And so that's because I use YouTube TV as my regular uh, uh, my regular TV now. I cut the direct TV off, and I've been cut cable off about 15 years ago. So Roku has an OTT platform. You can go to advertising.roku.com. Advertising.roku.com. Now, Roku basically is a, is a gathering place for all the different apps, and they have their own TV station, too, or channel, too. All right. So another one is Spotify. Now, this is more toward audio. So if you want to advertise on podcasts, you can go to ads.spotify.com, ads.spotify.com. So if your product or service makes sense to advertise on podcasts, you can advertise on any podcast that Spotify has on their platform. Um, Also, I mentioned YouTube TV, right? YouTube TV also has an OTT platform and um, it's, it's really through your Google because Google owns YouTube, which owns YouTube TV. So support.google.com and then um, forward slash Google ads uh, forward slash YouTube TV. But you can, you can look all of this stuff up. Um, And so now those are the direct uh, OTT platforms. Now there are other platforms that are service providers. Okay. So, Freewheel, right? So Freewheel, F-R-E-E-W-H-E-E-L.com. Freewheel.com is a Comcast-owned company. But that that platform will allow you to advertise on all types of different OTT platforms. But, of course, they're going to charge you additional monies as the intermediary. So if you know you want to advertise on shows on Hulu, go straight to Hulu. Roku, the same thing. YouTube TV, the same thing. Spotify, if you want to advertise on podcasts, you can do that also. But these are three platforms, guys, that most entrepreneurs aren't using and really didn't don't know too much about. Native advertising, Microsoft ads, which is used to be Microsoft, Bing, same thing, and also uh, OTT advertising over the top. Uh, and I'll keep you guys abreast also because I, I just started my beta with Hulu. So I'm going to start running some ads for my um, my hot sauce company. And uh, I'm curious. I'm looking for some shows on there now. And then I'm going I'm to play with Roku probably in early January to see if I can get on some of these shows. So a lot of these cooking shows and stuff, um, if I'm selling gourmet high-end hot sauce, uh, that's what I'm trying to look at, plus some of my other products and services. So especially like uh, if you guys watch any of the cooking shows, my wife is so ironic. She doesn't like to cook, but she loves watching the shows. But, you know, the baking shows, the cooking shows, there was a show I used to love called Man Fire Food, a guy out there talking about grilling and stuff like that. And that's another uh, product category that I'm looking to get into uh, with my, my Hell Yeah brand. So I got the hot sauce, and then I'm going to eventually get the barbecue sauce and I'd love to be able to advertise on shows, obviously, that are aligned with my product and my brand. So those are the three things I definitely wanted to talk about those platforms. So don't sleep on those guys. Check out the platforms. See if it makes sense for you. Not everything is going to make sense for you. But what I will say, if you're using Google ads, one of the things you need to look at is, is definitely Microsoft ads because you can save money and you're still hitting a segment that, Google don't the people don't that that use Google don't even go on Microsoft ads. So your cost per click is going to be a lot lower 
So you may surprise yourself. I have a Microsoft ads account and I'll be honest with you. It's, it's outperforming. We'll put it like this. I'm, I'm getting uh, just as many clicks, just like the uh, article was saying for less money. Now, once again, it's all about targeting and alignment. So those are the things I wanted to talk about. If you guys jumped on late, uh, just a little recap. You know, I talked about three platforms most people aren't using now, most entrepreneurs, native advertising, Microsoft ads, which is Bing, and also OTT advertising. So, um, hey, um, we're going to open up the floor. If you have any questions about this, your business, my business, or entrepreneurship in general, hit the phone icon on the bottom right to join the caller queue. And then I'll pull you up. So uh, if anybody has any questions, we, we, we wide open, guys. We rock and roll. So and also, I appreciate you guys uh, checking in on me. I know 12 o'clock on a Tuesday is a little odd hour, but we, we're probably going to do one time a month in the evening. OK. All right. So let me start off. Uh, let me take who's in the queue first. All right. Brother, who's that? Belvin, brother, Belvin. Um, unmute yourself, bro, and come on up, man. Hey, what's going on, Jay? What's up, brother? How are you, man? Good, good, good. Yeah, that is uh, that's interesting there, um, especially mm-hmm. with the, the streaming service. Now, do you yeah. have, do you have to make a commercial? What do you what do you what what type of <laughs> yeah you know media do you provide to them? Yeah, you you it doesn't have to be anything crazy. Like if you look at some of these, uh, damn, what, who does these commercials? They're almost like. Google videos, um, and I forgot who does these commercials, but they'll show uh, videos of of dogs doing stuff or cats doing stuff. So you just need to have that content. But you do, depending upon what you're doing, it can literally be the same type of commercial that you would run on 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 social media or or you know Facebook or anything like that. So it doesn't have to be super polished as long as it makes sense. And so this is what I and I'm glad you brought that up, bro. So this is what I would start doing. Start looking at commercials. And I know most times we fast forward through them or we're watching on a platform that doesn't have commercials. Start paying attention to the commercials, not the big boys, but start looking at some of the like the legal commercials. You know, every city you got lawyers on TV, especially during the day. You know, you can probably go on websites, their websites Mm -hmm. and get a copy of their commercial. But those are the type things. It could be you talking. It could be audio over video. Uh, you know, for your business, you know, you could have uh, shown in the backgrounds you talking, but you're showing all these exotic places and luxury vacations that are available with a call to action. So, yeah, but yeah, it doesn't have to be you don't have to spend thousands of dollars, man. And once again, it's, it's a test. So I will tell you no. this with um, with Hulu, uh, in order to start, you, you have to put five hundred dollars into your account and then you can start advertising. So you put 500 and as your ads go, they'll start deducting and most of them work that way. So um, some of them you can do as little as $250 and you don't have to spend it all right away. But that's what they require you to put. I know Hulu does to put up front. So that way you can start running your ads. It's just like social media. You can start them. You can stop them. You can change the geography, all of that type of stuff, man. So um, it's something. especially if you're in a product type business too, or a service business where you can do your business all over, man, look, you know, that's something that you will definitely want mm-hmm. to take a look at at least. Are, are they deducting by impressions? Clicks. Clicks. Or yeah. Clicks, so yeah, right? that, I, I talked about that earlier. So it ain't that impression crap. It's the clicks. 
So that's what you want to pay for the clicks. Gotcha. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Cause exactly. you know, Facebook has gotten, man, they were getting all kinds of stuff said about them. I was reading the other day that, you know, what they tell you that they're doing, your analytics aren't really what your true analytics are. They're boosting them up. So when you're running Facebook ads, they tell you, oh yeah, how many people saw it and blah, blah, blah. But they were saying that a lot of times there's there's major discrepancy in that. So, um, and, you know, man, I just, yeah, I just find that okay. for me personally, my Facebook advertising is, I, and I guess everything is cyclical, has really kind of, the response has really kind of dwindled. So I'm always looking for new avenues uh, to, to do that. Yeah. Yeah, man. Good question, okay. bro. All right. All right. Yes, sir. It. Yes, Thanks. sir. All right. So uh, let me put you back. Uh, all right. And who we got next? My man, Mo. Mo, hit that unmute uh, button down there so you can talk and we can hear you, bro. All right. So on the bottom of your screen, so hit the phone icon. Got and it. then, uh, okay, there you go. What's Thank up, so Mo? Much. What's going hey, on, bro? How you doing, Jay? Hey, great I'm good, man. I'm doing yes, blessed, brother. I'm doing That's blessed, what's brother. Up. Uh, nonprofit is thriving and, and growing, and I'm always looking at trying to, you know, feed the business and, and have it continue to thrive and continue to grow. Never settle. Yeah. Now, what I wanted to ask you, Jay, so it sounds like you don't do, mm-hmm. I know you're off the top of your head, but so comparatively mm-hmm. speaking, how much mm-hmm. of your advertising do you via Instagram, Facebook, and then the new methods you just discussed today? For your business. Uh, for my businesses, I'm probably 40% native. Uh, okay. Uh Instagram and Facebook, probably about 30, 35%. And, and the balance after that um, is, uh, is, is e- well, I wouldn't even call email because that's really just going to my list. So, um, yeah, because, all right, let me take that. that right. So, native, I, I put at about 50. Then if you're doing Facebook, Instagram, social media, I put about, about 40 to 45%. And I'm getting ready to, to jump into this um, – uh, oh, oh, Microsoft. I'm sorry. I shit, man. I, I excuse the friend. I probably, I probably, I'm sorry. <laughs> all good. All right. all good. We all adults on here. So, uh, no so, uh, but Microsoft, man, I'm, I'm probably doing about probably seven to 10% on that. And then, um, I'm about to start this Hulu, this OTT thing. I've been playing around with it. I got a good buddy that's been using it for a while. Now he's obviously in a different business than mine. But um, he's like, yo, man, this is this this thing is crazy. So that that's that's my mix. But, you know, every business is, is going to be different based on your geography and all of that stuff. man. Right. And I see you out there on social media. Hey, this hey, anybody that don't know, this is Coach Mo out here. I think what do you coach about? Like 20 teams. I see you got man. <laughs> no, right now. Right now. I think because of the high school season, uh, I uh, it back a little bit. So. Um, so right now, I'm yeah, four. But all together, I got seven. So it's uh, yeah, it, you know, I, I love it, man. I'm blessed because I, I found a way to monetize my passion. So that's what's up. Being in the gym and coaching children, I love that. That ain't work. The work part is the marketing and the administrative stuff. You know what right. I'm saying? That's that's the work. But it's it's required if I want to level up. You know what right. I mean? So um, mm-hmm. I'm, not, I'm not doing this. I mean, I do it because it's a passion and I love to do right. it. But I also want to be compensated properly you know what i mean and most so, definitely so it, it, i'm blessed man and so um just trying to find new ways 
to keep growing. And see, and mm-hmm. I'm basically, I'm hopefully there are big things going to happen. I'm hoping to get my nephew to come here and move to Arizona with me next mm-hmm. month because um, okay, the problem right right now is that for me to make be able to grow this and level up, I need to expand it. Mm-hmm. The problem with expansion right. though is. Not everybody is Coach Mo, and not everybody is going to be as vested in the success of my business right. as I am. And so a lot of guys that right. do what I do, they'll just, you know, let any parent mm. coach throw a team together. And right. to me, that dilutes the product. Most definitely. Most definitely. And so right now, seven is what I can coach, and I can still coach each team, be at each practice, be at each game, because – People sign up to play for Modi's. They play. They want to play for Coach right. Mo. So that's it. Now when I'm bringing my nephew in. He's gonna take it mm-hmm. as serious as me. He played college basketball in Missouri. He played overseas. Okay. Yeah. So he's mm-hmm. another expert that's gonna listen and take what I teach him and be able to apply what I got. So now I feel like at least I got another person that's. And I got a great right. assistant coach. I got a couple really gotcha. good assistant coaches. But to expand mm-hmm. it the way I want to. Right. You know, it, it takes somebody that knows going to care about it. So, but I'm in a great yeah. spot. I'm in a great spot. So. That's good. Man, I, I got a question for you, bro. Have you ever, I know we had talked a while ago, man, about uh, coaching the coaches. You ever do anything with that? You know what, Jay? And that's, see, that's another thing to bring my nephew in for. Mm-hmm. When I bring my nephew in, he's going to take more of the lead on the court. And I'm going right. to focus more on the administrative and the business. Gotcha. Gotcha. Like out here in Arizona, man, there's like where I live at in Chandler, there's probably about four Mm. or five uh, recreation leagues for basketball. Wow. And Frank, we'll be right with you, bro. Just hold tight, man. All right, go ahead. ahead. Mm -hmm. The the overwhelming majority of them have parent coaches, like just some volunteer parent coach. So there's a market. I've already done the research and the testing. There's a market for me to come in and set up a camp or run a course to how to teach these parents, you know, how to conduct the practice, right. practice. you know, how to be better coach right. and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. there's a market for it. The problem is it's only just one of me. So, so, right. so once right. I get my nephew here, I'm really going to sit down and try to uh, strategize and, and dedicate more time and energy into developing that side of the business. Man. So we, we're going to be talking about coach Mo instead of coach K now, right? That's, <laughs> That's the goal. That's the goal. That's the goal, man. That's level it. up. Level up, man. Level up. <laughs> Y'all keep listening. Yeah, man. Hey, man. Stay in touch, bro. Appreciate you, Mo. Yes, sir. All right. All right. And uh, let me move Mo back down to the from the queue. All right. And we bring my man Frank. Frank, hit that unmute button. How you making out, bro? Oh, uh, pretty good. And you, brother? I'm good. I'm good, man. I'm good. Yeah, shit. I'm I'm on vacation right now. I go back uh, in the next two days, but I've, I've been steady working on my working in my business and on my business the past uh, eight days. So yeah, man. Mat- matter of fact, for the people that didn't uh, when you were on the other week, t- tell them what your business is, man, and how they could check it out. I forgot to uh, mention that with uh, but Mo uh, Mo D's basketball man, he's over there killing it in Arizona, and uh, Belvin, my man, Showtime Travel. You looking for a luxury vacation experience? Go to showtimetravel.com. All right, go ahead, go ahead, brother, uh, brother Frank. 
Yeah, uh, yeah. My name is Frank Wiles. Uh, I'm a, a new entrepreneur. Uh, I started my business, Sportswood Signs, in in August. And uh, basically, my specialty is you know professional sports and college sports. Um, uh-huh. um, the top top of the line, you know, price point is like fifty on up. Um, it is is really taking off in the fourth quarter. Uh, uh-huh. I, w- I wish I'd have been more prepared. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I know that's right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I, I kind of had to pivot, um, which uh, I'm glad I did pivot when I when I when I when I chose to. Because uh, you know, I strictly was I said, well, I'm, I'm a strict. I'm gonna stick to just the Saints and and and, and LSU. And right. I ain't got to talk about how they doing this year. But, <laughs> uh, <laughs> so. Uh, Luckily, uh, like halfway through, I got kind of bored doing just those. So I said, "Man, let me uh, let me test my talents on uh, on other teams," and mm-hmm. and uh, I'm glad I did that when I did. So um, you know, um, and trying to focus on on because uh, uh, fans are fickle, you know. Oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> I know that's right. We over here with the Eagles right now. Now everybody wants Gardner Minshew to be the starting quarterback over here. I'm like, come on now. Yeah. but um. I, uh, I was looking at, listening to one of your podcasts. Um, but, well, uh-huh. actually yesterday, it was uh, my brother asked you uh, personally. You know, if he was to lose everything, you know, how would you gain uh-huh. it back? Your main thing was um, uh, newsletter. Yeah, you know, I, I, yep, building a platform. So to me, the easiest yep. platform is a newsletter, uh, uh, specific topic-based type newsletter. And that's how I would build it back. Because once you have that platform, then you basically can do pretty much anything that you need to do. Now, it's not going to be instantaneous money, but that would that would be that would be what I would definitely do. Yeah, uh, I went on, um, and I'm, I'm trying to decide between either MailChimp mm-hmm. or, or Rasa. Mm-hmm. And which one of those to 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 go through? Um, you know, which which would be better for me? Well, so if you want automation, is is definitely Rasa.io, R-A-S-A.io, because Rasa, you don't even need an an outside uh, email uh, email um, autoresponder because Rasa will have will co- collect the emails for you. Now you can uh, export them into your MailChimp or ConvertKit or whatever. But Rasa, they're a smart newsletter. So based on the way people open the content, so if you send out a newsletter, right, um, it's going to learn you. It has Mm -hmm. AI, artificial intelligence. So if you get my newsletter and and you only open up stuff about a specific topic or something, when that newsletter comes to you, if there's a similar topic in the next newsletter – that's going to be the, the the subject line for you because it knows that Frank likes okay. to open this type of content. And that way yeah. your open rate is a lot better than just st- sending a standard newsletter. And each newsletter is curated to the individual based on the way they open it. So for example, when you, you get collect your sources, like with the BEB lifestyle newsletter, I'll just use that as an example. Um, I have sources like Black Enterprise. I have all type of other black uh, resources or sources, websites and all of that stuff, YouTube uh, sites. And every day it'll pull in content. And what happens is before my newsletter goes out every Monday and every Thursday, 
I'll get a message. Hey, review your content before the newsletter goes out. And what I'll do is I'll go in and the stories that don't make sense uh, for for, you know, my newsletter. Ah, that's not really a an entrepreneur new you know story. I'll just click them and take them out. And what happens is then you may be left with, say, 15 different articles inside your back office for that newsletter. Now, I only send out a maximum mm-hmm. of eight, eight articles in each newsletter because people aren't going to read that. They may read one or two or whatever like that. So out of those 15 that I have in my back office, Rasa, based on your individual, uh, the way you open the newsletter, it's going to pick eight articles that they think that you would be more interested in. And the main one they think you're interested in, that's what the one is going to be in the subject line. And so no other newsletter platform does that. And so if you just create a newsletter with ConvertKit, you're, you're, you're curating the content, gathering the content, and then you're going to be over there and, and, and you're aggregating, I'm sorry, first, and then you're curating, you're picking out, all of the articles. So every newsletter is going to have the same six articles, same eight articles. And what that does effectively is it doesn't speak to the individuals um, uh, the way that they, they like to, or the things that they like to read. And so that's why I always go with Ross. I think it was a 15 bucks a month, 20 bucks. I can't even remember, but it's not, it's not bad at all. And what you can do is you can export the data. So the people that sign up for the Rasa newsletter, They'll they'll be in your database and you can export that to your MailChimp or ConvertKit or AWeber, whatever you use. But that's why I use Rasa. Um, yeah, yeah, that's that's okay. I mean, and really, I I used to use uh, ConvertKit for some of my email, my newsletters. And I've seen a significant increase in my open rate and click through rate using Rasa because it, it it's artificial intelligence. So. Yeah. So so, you know, like if you create a newsletter for like sports fans or collectibles or uh, here's something that um, uh, a domain that I have. uh, What is it? SEC football roundup. Right. Southeastern Conference. All you football fans, you know, you got you got you got Georgia just got beat. You got Alabama. You got LSU, Auburn, all of those 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 teams, Carolina. Um, And so if I did a newsletter. Uh, that's what I was planning to do. I just don't have the time. If I did a newsletter that curated or aggregated all the content about these SEC football teams, and then I aggregated out of that, that maybe 50 articles, I said, let me pick 15 articles. And if you're an LSU fan, Frank, and you always open the LSU stuff, then the headline subject line is probably going to be something about LSU when that newsletter comes to you, right? And your stories yeah. are going to be different than the stories that, say, Belvin gets, because he may be looking at the Georgia Bulldogs and he may have an interest more in them and been opening more of those links. So that's why. Yeah, that's okay. that's really that's a game changer right there. Oh, yeah, definitely. Because uh, I, I kind of want to br- branch off uh, into content curation. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, you know, I, I like my my well, my woodworking and stuff like that. But you know, I, I gotta have, you know, if I, if I get in an accident and I, and, I, and I lose both my hands, brother, I can't, I can't. Do <laughs> exactly, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, you got, <laughs> hey, you got to stop drinking while you're working, man. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we don't want any work workplace mishaps, bro. Nah. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> you know, <laughs> but uh, definitely, I'm gonna look, look at roster because uh, actually, yeah. the, you know, I went on there and um, uh, signed up last night. Actually, uh, okay, cool, cool, yeah, yeah. And, uh, they actually have a live. Uh, you can schedule a live uh, chat with them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, great platform. Thirty minutes. Yeah, so yeah. I'm, I'm going date and uh, I said, you know, I really want to get into that content curation, not just with, with my woodworking, but you know, on anything really passion that i have yeah you know yeah on anything and then all right now here, here's something here's the next here's the next move when it comes to newsletters right so if you build that free newsletter up there's a platform out there called substack s-u-b-s-t-a-c-k substack.com and that's for uh it was actually started for writers but anybody that cu- uh, creates or curates that type of content what Substack allows you to do is create a paid newsletter and the platform is, is, is a nice platform. So what you have on Substack, and if you go there, they, they have a couple of uh, case studies and stuff. You'll see people that may have been journalists for, you know, New York times, USA today, or writers or just content creators that started their own paid Substack newsletter. And they're actually making six figures because people want to hear what they have to say. Now you don't have to write, you know, uh, all kinds of stuff. You can literally curate the aggregate and curate the content on a paid newsletter. Also. Now you can, you can do that through any platform, but Substack, um, if you ever get to that point or you're a writer or a creator or a content creator, definitely check out Substack.com Cause I'm, I'm looking at that. I'm, I'm playing around with it, but, um, I don't know if I'm going to do it to make money. I just because you can do a free versions and you also can do paid versions. But but we'll see, man. Um, they, I got a lot of other interests, too. So I'm I'm thinking about maybe doing like mm-hmm. a uh, not political per se, but something like current events with, with, with black folks, things that are going on in our community and stuff like that. So yeah. I'm thinking about possibly doing a, a newsletter about that. Yeah. OK. Well, man, yes, I sir. appreciate. Um, like I say, I, I get, I get a, uh, some some fresh knowledge every time I listen to one of your podcasts. Bro. I appreciate it, man. I appreciate you, man, for being a Beb family member. Everybody that's on, I, I, I truly appreciate it, man. You know, I'm just sharing, just sharing my journey, man. Yeah, that's, that's it. it. Appreciate, it, hey, hey, man. So, uh, hey, spread the word for me about this Ask J Live, man. So, um, I definitely appreciate okay. it. We, we got any, I appreciate you. With Thanks, it. Frank. All right. Anybody else? Any questions, guys? Questions, comments? We wide open. Um, all right. Cool. Yeah, we, we in 50 minutes. So uh, if there's not any other questions or comments, also, uh, yo, I know I've been talking about this for a minute, man. My my my, my website, fellas, it's going to be insane. All right. It's go- oh, all right. We got we got uh, uh, my man, Derek. All right. But yeah, let me just say this. Real- so. It's about to drop, I believe. I just got off the line with my developer in about next week, man. So I'm super excited about that. So I'm definitely going to um, share that with you guys when it uh, when it's ready to drop. But very tons of resources and things of that nature, and um, looking to be the spot for Black entrepreneurs in terms of resources. But uh, let me let me get my man Derek up here. All right, Derek, uh, let's put you in, brother. Hit that uh, unmute yourself, man. And- let me know what's happening. Could you hear me? Yes, sir. I got you now. All what's right. happening? 
Hey Jay, I don't have I don't have a question per se, okay. but uh, I've mm-hmm. been listening to you for quite some time, mm-hmm. and uh, I'm I'm one of the the older older guys here. But uh, okay. your your advice uh, has has uh, netted me quite uh, quite uh, a good a good fortune, so so to speak. Because oh, I appreciate. You know, you know, uh, your your information is uh, timely, and mm-hmm. uh, and uh, you know, you know, it is towards the uh, the black community. So I want to just uh, uh, thank you uh, for I appreciate. That. I really, I, I myself and, and my wife appreciate what you what what you've been doing for for quite some thank time. Thank you, thank listening. you, brother. I appreciate that, man. Hey, you, you didn't send me that check, though, man. I didn't see anything. What happened? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I'll hit you. I'll give you my address off air, man. <laughs> nah, let me stop. Nah, man. That, but but that's that's my service, man. That's what I'm here for. To spread, you know, to share my uh, experiences, good and bad, and and hopefully help people along the way uh, to be able not to make some of the mistakes that I made and, and be able to level up, man. So I, it's, it, uh, it, it makes me feel good to hear that, man. I appreciate you brother. Most definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Right, yeah. Brother. What type of business right, you in, man? Well, I'm in the information business. I, I do, I do a lot of, uh, coaching, uh, coaching and, uh, okay. uh, uh so, so I'm a former, uh, adjunct professor mm-hmm. and I do, I do a lot of writing and stuff like that. So, Oh man, you might want to check out Substack, man. Uh yeah, I would. I'm I'm on it right now. <laughs> okay, I'm, I'm looking at it right now, man. I was like, oh, I ain't hear that one. Yeah, bro. Yeah, so that's yeah. that's what's up, man. But hey, I appreciate you, man, for being a Beb family member. All right, yeah. and uh, thank you so much, man. All right, man. All okay, right. okay, brother. All right, All right guys, we have uh, any, anybody else before we close it on out. We all good? Okay. Cool, cool. I appreciate you guys for showing up today, uh, supporting BEB and, and your boy over here. Uh, it means a lot to me. And I know it's Tuesday at 12, so I know it's a little awkward here in, in, in terms of the time. So I think I'm probably going to do one month, uh, one show a month at maybe 7 or 8 p.m. Uh, one Tuesday a month so more people can jump on. But I appreciate you guys. So if we don't have anything else, man, uh, please spread the word. You know about BEB, obviously that, and also Ask J Live, man. And uh, once again, I, I thank you guys for sharing your time with with your boy here today. And looking forward to seeing you guys next week. All right, peace, guys. <laughs>